0: Welcome to A Turner. Keep your dice rolling, your friends close, your monsters closer, and don't let the old gods bite. Welcome to A Turner. This podcast is an Eldritch Dream Games production, a dark fantasy Pathfinder game laced deep with cosmic aura, I would like to thank the patrons that make this possible, Brian Bridges, Brian Wraith, Donald Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Robin Mims, Tim Demuse, and Wesley Sullivan. Stay tuned after our tale to hear what these glorious people have in the works, but for now let us listen. Last time on Dungeon Ball Z, y'all got trapped in the Shadow Plane, and fought a chitin that was surrounded by these creatures that appeared to be flayed and metal-embedded weird fuckers with strange abilities. Brock had discovered that his friend Maximilian was actually one of these things hiding behind an illusion, and accidentally let the fog into the inn, and more or less came to the conclusion that these things are the missing townsfolk at least some of them i
1: think you are just putting a bad spin on things we decided to take a nice family vacation to the shadow plane and brock invited the rest of the town to go with us
2: (laughs) (laughs) you fool there's not enough room for that many people on the camper
1: (laughs) (laughs) quit putting such a negative spin on things
0: well, anyway, uh, okay. Um, so, Riley had played a fun game of stop the heart with uh, the camp counselor, <laughs> and Brock played red light, green light, and one with the with the not Maximilian uh, Weiss. Weiss had a bad sunburn, and uh, so so did uh, Leaf and Box, but not quite as bad of a
3: sunburn. Uh, am I missing anything? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't get the metaphor. I'm completely lost. <laughs> okay, so anyway, uh, there, there was a chitin, which
0: Riley killed. Weiss is dead. Leaf and Box almost died. And Brock captured without killing uh, the uh, individual that was Maximilian. Or disguised as Maximilian. Now, to back up and explain a little bit of what happened like in those last moments, the knowledge check that Tava had made to know what the chitin was uh, did teach her about its regenerative ability. And so she summoned a small she summoned some celestial eagles and they pecked out its eyes and made sure it stayed dead a black sort of shard uh came from the seared horn of the Ostiarius and flew up into the air uh, split into four parts and pierced each of our heroes granting them a surge of mythical power and i believe at this point Tava has summoned a positive energy elemental to start healing the party. So we will start off from there.
1: Uh, Yeah, because Tava would like to have some hit points back. And I'm sure some other people would too. Uh,
2: Box and I both have fast healing one for the moment.
3: Ooh, fancy. Yeah, real fancy. Riley has fast healing nun, so that's also cute, I guess. You know, it's oh, like one but with an extra n.
2: Yeah. Right. <laughs> Try not to break your arm. Patting yourself on the back there, Morheim.
3: <laughs> Too late. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So if we're like picking up from where we left off, Riley's like first uh, reaction upon dropping the, uh, the the creature he dropped, and then getting um attacked by a black shard, I guess that gives him some more mythic power is to move across the field over to where he last saw uh, leaf's um, unconscious body at the time.
0: Uh, I believe he's up now as his box.
3: Okay. Correct. Well then. So once he turns and like, he starts running over to them to make sure they're all right. But once he sees them actually stand up, his stride, uh, Balls a little bit, and he'll uh, more calmly walk over, clutching his side because I think he's still taking bleed damage until he actually gets some healing.
0: Uh, yes, that would be the case. Yes,
1: you can come play with my elemental if you want to. Uh, despite being
4: on the brink of death, Brock is going to uh, (laughs) bullshit (laughs) to uh, go and check on his uh, unconscious friend in front of him, seeing that it seems like everyone else is alright. Unconscious friend of being the chitin creature thing.
0: Everybody, go ahead and give me a perception check. Um, the worst
4: at these, though.
3: Riley has a 25.
4: Locke has a 16.
1: 19.
0: Uh, Leaf, you got a 22, I see in the chat. Correct. All right. So Leaf, uh, Tava, and Riley—it's uh, slightly blocked from your sight due to where you're standing, Brock. So you don't—you don't notice, but everybody else will notice the crumpled corpse of Weiss, laying on the ground, uh, doubly scorched, um, uh, basically all clothes pretty much burned away, and just like his flesh, kind of just charred, black, and cracked, at least on the side that's facing up from the ground. Uh, He is lying face down. Um,
3: So you said Riley catches at least part of that based on positioning, right? Uh, Riley would see all of that. He, 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 He picks it out
0: from betwixt everything that's going on. Adira would notice it. Leaf would notice it. It's Brock that's not picking that up, really.
4: Makes sense. He'd be focused more on his friend, Crumpled in a heap in front of him. Anyway, he was
0: entangled, and unconscious.
4: Brock's gonna be trying to check to see if this is even remotely still human.
0: Go ahead and give me a local nature or heal check.
4: Uh, do I have local or nature at all? Uh it, it it appears that I that I don't. So I'm gonna go ahead and hit up that uh that there heal check. Heal skill. Uh, with a 25.
0: Nice. That is quite good. Uh, you can tell uh, looking at it that uh, yes, indeed, there there seem to be, of course, extraordinarily heavy modifications that just barely are on the edge of like not killing this creature. They seem extremely painful, but all the organs and uh, exposed bits of flesh and Overall internal physiology seem to be consistent with a human things have just been rearranged and embedded
4: and am I able to determine that this is in fact Maximilian or was this something deceiving us to appear to be like him
0: uh go ahead and give me a perception for that
4: uh, nineteen
0: it's close you're not sure like you, you feel like there's some things that like fit and some things that don't my heel check does this seem reversible
4: in any conceivable way
0: you don't think anybody put to this could ever be quite the same again it may be survivable uh it may be reversible to some extent but it's going to be extraordinarily difficult like it's not something that a heal spell by itself is going to be able to do. Like you're gonna need leaf cast cast wish, <laughs> cast wish leaf. I'm not I'm not
4: I'm not casting wish, but I I, I am wishing <laughs> that he is he is gonna be okay. Just not not a spell, <laughs> I, just just an actual act of <laughs> I am wishing.
0: <laughs> well, the nearby Glabra Zoo grants him immortal not... No, I'm kidding. Uh, God, oh God, not those things. I love those things, but please not one of those.
2: Shoot some mythic power at him. Who knows? It's my
4: favorite D&D creature, but please keep it away from me.
0: <laughs> well, uh, while you're poking around this uh, this creature, um, what is the
3: rest of the party up to? What are y'all doing? So uh, just uh, start to finish, Riley finished off the foe, turns to go check on Leaf, um, moving back over towards Tava to... Uh, get some healing once he sees that leaf is actually like picking himself up and seems to be alive. And as he's like slowly walking closer to Tava where she's handing out the heals through her elementals, he like glances over at uh, Brock and begins to say, um, like, what are you, what exactly are you doing here? But halfway through the sentence out of the corner of his eye, he probably notices Weiss on the ground. So then his attention focuses on that. He just mutters, no, and scampers off over towards the body.
2: Leaf stands up. He's got, like, a bloodshot eye. Half of, like, the the wild-shaped vines and stuff that were hanging down from his head it, that had replaced his hair is, like, charred off. He's, like, bloodshot in, in his eye, and, you know, he stands up, and you can hear, like, crunching, and little charred bits fall off of him. And uh, he just kind of leans against the building nearby and just props himself up for a second trying to keep an eye on box as they both slowly mend um did somebody say they were burning or bleeding sorry
3: uh Riley was but if when he walked by the elementals he got a pulse of healing he'd be fine
2: oh well, I don't know what's happening anymore I appear to have been <laughs> duplicated
3: oh, yeah I, I
0: think there
2: Sorry. Okay. this is is everybody alright?
3: Well, that's a good question. Uh Sean, how dead is Weiss? <laughs> um, Weiss is very dead. Um Weiss Weiss is dead dead. So like Riley's just crouching over the body, like hand on the shoulder, um, and it probably becomes quickly apparent so that's uh, the man known as Weiss is no more. And uh, he just uh, says out loud, mostly to himself, No, come on. <laughs> you said you could handle yourself. This isn't how this is supposed to happen.
0: As you pull your hand away, like flecks of charred, kind of sticky, crusty flesh or kind of just come away with your hand and break apart, leaving like a, a red... Hand print almost as a relief on uh on his flesh.
3: Then uh Riley lowers his head in uh silence for a moment.
2: Uh well I, I think we should probably look for a way out of here. This is uh the plane of shadows, I think. So this is like Gira but not.
0: Uh Tracy, would you like to uh say that out loud?
1: Right. Oh um, Well, basically, she's not really doing a whole lot of anything. She'd send her armor and shield back into her gauntlet. And then she's going to start picking up the uh, sling bullets that the gravity elemental drops that she can't resummon it. Just kind of off over wherever it was. Just kind of not paying attention to anything.
2: Okay. I guess, like, limp around and uh whip out detect magic and see if maybe there's anything that uh might hint at like a weakened planar barrier or, or like if there are any areas where the fog's particularly thick, given that the fog technically feels like it brought him there.
0: Uh as you look around, uh you don't really notice any fog beyond the uh the wisping smoke from the nearby fires. Uh go ahead
3: and make me a perception though.
2: All right. Perception. That's a 27.
0: All right. Uh, You detect some magic in the well. um, And you detect fading magic in all of the uh, minion-like creatures that you had seen, uh, including the one that's still alive that Brock is inspecting. You also detect a similarly fading magic from the pyres in which you realize that there are actually more figures kind of like almost like uh, tied to stakes uh, burning in these fires and they seem to be alive.
2: He just kind of stumbles for a second and you you just kind of hear him go, oh no. And he just, like, runs toward the fire, and, uh, I mean, how how deep, or how big are the fires still? Can he reach the person?
0: Um, he could, but he would be getting in the fire, uh, to do that.
2: Like, are, uh, you said they're, like, nailed or tied down?
0: Uh, they're tied to them with, um, metal wi- metal
3: uh wires.
2: Riley, your sword, There's there's people in these fires.
3: Uh, Riley glances over his shoulder, looking at Leaf, and will stand up and immediately uh, approach. Does he see the people in the uh, flames? Uh, Go ahead and make me a perception. Hello. 20. Uh, Yeah,
0: it's a little hard to see through the flames because they are uh, pretty riling. Uh, They block uh, sight, kind of. But uh, yes, you can you can see them vaguely uh, tied to these posts. Uh, they do not seem very mobile. How many people are there? Of the several fires around the square, uh, four of them seem to have uh, these larger posts sticking out of them. So you could assume up to four, most likely. Okay. Um, With would
4: this, would them running over to the fire, be apparent to Brock.
0: Uh, yes. Uh, to Adira as well, if she's paying attention.
4: And then Brock will also run over there. As he gets
3: over there, he'll ask, "Go, what's what's happening over here?"
2: They're burning. They're they're nailed down to these posts.
3: Okay, let's uh let's see. So, oh, Sean, you kept track of my hit points for me. Thank you. <laughs> um. It's always pleasant to go to that screen and see that my hit points have changed. Have <laughs> <laughs> they changed in a good way or a bad way? Uh, I healed a little bit, so that that's good. It's an improvement. Yeah. So I, Riley's, if they look like they're still alive and they're bound by like metal wires or metal rope or whatever, Riley's probably not going to really hesitate if he's only a bit over bloodied. If it looks like he can, like, ah. Uh, Okay, how what large, I want to do... How
4: large are these fires? Like, is it like a we step into it to get them out, or are we going to have to, like, run into uh, yeah, it? Yeah, you're large... going to have
0: to step into them. I'd call the liar the fires themselves, I'd call them size large.
4: Okay, so it's like a one step into, not like a running through kind of thing?
0: Right. They're, they're like, not unsimilar to a burn the witch pyre, sort of.
4: Okay. So. That's not too crazy, then.
3: So, uh... Sean, uh, what Riley wants to do is uh, draw his blade, and essentially he wants to try to... I know they're bound through metal, um, but he wants to cleave them free, essentially. Um, maybe a Sunder uh, of some sort, but I'm thinking that if it's going to make it a lot easier to do so, um, just in terms of like bypassing DR, his Mythic Power Sudden Strike lets him bypass DR. Um, okay, um... For for this specific uh,
0: time, I'm not I'm not gonna commit to this fully all the time, but I'll let it ignore. Uh, I'll say five points of the hardness. Uh...
3: Okay, um, that's fine. Then he's going for uh, speed and efficiency. So I only have three more mythic uh, points left, or mythic surges left, and I'm willing to burn all three to free three of the people that he can reach. And take whatever uh, damage might be appropriate to that, as long as he doesn't collapse after like the first or second one. Okay. Uh, I'd like you to make me reflex saves, three of them. Oh, great. I can potentially do that. Uh, uh,
4: if he can do it at the same time, Brock is also going to be I mean, not the same ones that Riley's going through, but he will also be attempting to cut people free with his kinetic
0: blade. All right. Although I don't have a way to avoid I don't have a way to avoid each of you give me uh, damage rolls.
3: Uh, So then I'm assuming each of us can go for two, because you said there's no more than four, so just two reflex saves then, if that's the case? Uh, Yeah, then for each. Okay.
4: All right. I got a 15 and a 9. I
3: rolled the same on both. That's cute. I got a 17 for both.
4: (laughs) Do I need to roll to hit, or am I just getting damage?
0: Uh, you're getting one non-lethal damage, and then... Oh, yeah, uh, for okay. that, just damage, and then...
4: Okay. A 22, first one. 12, second Six one. Fire. Man, those are two drastically different numbers.
0: Alright, well, both of those will break through, and you will get the individuals out of the flames. Can uh... I, uh,
2: try casting, like, create water to douse the flames?
0: Uh, yeah, it'll it'll help. I uh, I don't think it would be enough to completely douse the flames with uh, single casting. Right, but you I, think... I
2: get that it's like magic fire and stuff, but he's just. I know oh, the
0: fire is actually uh uh normal. It, it, it's just fire. Oh. It, the magic that was fading was on uh, the creatures themselves.
2: Okay, I gotcha. Then then yeah, he'll he'll just you know, play backup firefighter while they're trying to snatch these people out.
0: Alright, in which case I will only roll one die for each of them. Okay. You end up getting all four of them down. They're all unconscious. uh, And they look not unlike normal people, but they certainly have been altered in some way, similarly to the others, but not quite as far along it seems.
4: Uh, Brock would drag them if the elementals are still there. He would be dragging them to the elementals to receive some kind of healing, if that's possible.
3: Samesies.
0: Uh Tava.
1: Um, have they completely healed me up yet?
0: Uh, they've healed you. Uh, let's see. That's because a- there's there's you two run.
1: of them. So,
0: right. I'm gonna go ahead. Let's let's see here. I think this will fully heal you. Yeah, you're fully healed now.
1: Then no, they would not still be around.
2: Boo. Ow. I could wow. call him
1: back.
4: Well, yeah, uh, you you would see Brock running at you with two burned corpses, so. I mean, that's... Yeah, and
3: Riley, like, struggling to drag two. <laughs> oh,
4: okay, let me... I would also be struggling to drag two, because the idea that Brock could just drag two people is a little out there, because he only has ten strength.
0: Uh, so is, is Tava going to summon them back?
1: Yeah, she'll call them back.
2: Not paying them overtime.
0: <laughs> uh... They, they will descend on these, uh, these few that you've brought over, and you'll see that some of the damage to their bodies begins to revert itself, but not all of it. Much like the others, uh, their forms seem beyond simple heal- healing, but they are no longer scorched as much, so to speak.
2: Um, are any of them awake?
0: A couple of them are beginning to stir. As they are healed, and then as soon as as soon as they wake up, they start to whimper and moan.
2: I mean, he just kind of makes a little sympathetic noise, like "Oh." That they also look disfigured.
0: Yes, um, they've had their skin opened, pierced, uh, tightened, and crimped. Stitched back together in odd ways, leaving openings on their over their musculature. Uh, they've had some really gnarly body modification that isn't real healthy looking, uh, done to them, but they're not nearly as bad as like what Maximilian is.
4: Then Brock is just going to kind of look up from them and he's just going to say, I don't know if there's anything we can do to help these people.
3: Uh, Sean, uh a knowledge local to tell me how powerful the priest in Gira is? Uh sure. Great. Yeah. Uh that's an 18.
0: Uh, you're not sure uh exactly how powerful. You know she can heal. She is uh a cleric of Kralize. but you're you're not entirely sure as to her, like how good at fixing this she might be you can assume that she might be able to do something uh beyond simple healing
3: <clears throat> Brock the only chance we have the only hope we have right now is to get them back to Gira he
4: would look around and he would say we
3: we are in Gira, not this side of Gira
4: Well, then, how do we get back?
3: Uh, Riley looks to the grounds and then kind of glances up at uh, Leaf and Tava because he's not really sure. <laughs> um,
1: planar checks can be made. Magic? Sorry. Or you have to find a place where the planes touch.
2: The the planes were touching here. We were brought. No, they
1: weren't. That was magic that brought us here. The planes were not touching.
2: Then how do we recreate it? The effect that brought us.
1: It's some kind of powerful magic that. I don't know. I'm I'm not a mage.
3: Then we need to find a crossing point, and the sooner we find a means of looking for it, the better.
4: Just like to point out that at the at the speaking of her saying she's not a mage, Brock would kinda of give her a weird look and then just kinda of dismiss it. As he has seen her use magic on multiple occasions. He's like, The hell you're not a mage.
0: <laughs> I'd like everybody to give me a perception check, please.
3: Believe in perception. <laughs> Fifteen. I hear Brock's really great at this, actually.
2: I also have a 15. It's actually his worst
4: skill, if you oh. believe it. A uh, 23 for Brock. Next to swimming? 12. Believe it or not, he's better at swimming.
0: Brock would be the only one to notice in the dim light of this twisted version of Gira. Honestly, it's not much darker than a clear day on the, mid- on the dark side of this world would be anyway. But, uh... Uh, he notices a light um, coming from near uh, near the uh, church Uh, kind of reflecting off of the top of the uh, guarding walls and a few of the roofs of the buildings and it appears from like the gradients that whatever is causing it is drawing closer it's this sort of purplish, almost like a blacklight uh, kind of color.
4: And then Brock would motion to it. He says, there seems to be something coming this way over there. It's lighting up the roofs in the church. He would motion everybody towards it and make sure they see it.
2: Then let's, let's see if we can get people over and... Uh you know, uh, he'll try and pick up one of the people, get Bugs to pick up one, and... Uh, well, we don't quit. know
3: if this is something on our side or not, Riley will say, as he continues to hold his blade and take points in front of the party.
4: Now, is it coming from the church itself, or does it seem to be coming from, like, behind the wall?
0: It seems to be coming from, like, above the church, and, like... At this point, as, as y'all are discussing this, and and Riley kind of moves over, is anybody else rearranging positions at all? Yeah, Brock will also kind of take a position near the front, kind of yeah,
4: right there. Oh, hexes are weird. Okay, no, Yeah, right yeah.
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no,
2: nope. not not repositioning or anything.
0: Tava.
1: Nope, I'm good.
0: Okay. So you see uh, flying through the air coming uh, from above the archway that separates this part of town from the area of the church. A strange kind of looking creature, not super alien or anything like that, but what appears to be a womanly form given by its clothes that are very skin tight. However, a purplish violet flame adorned with many decorations of somewhat see-through materials that give access to this inner flame this entity begins to approach speaking out in a language that i don't think anybody speaks does anybody speak dark folk
4: i, I speak mm. dark common <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the dark folk
2: no, it. I. I do not. Okay, one
0: second.
2: Do dwarves count as dark folk?
0: No. An- another. Uh, she stops and she's hovering over the uh, the archway, um, and she speaks out again. This time in a in a different sounding language. Does anybody speak Acklo? <clears throat> There's
4: a list of languages that's making me nervous. <laughs>
0: Then with with a sigh. Okay, do you understand me now?
2: Yes. Who are you?
0: Good. I am Estrina. I am, shall we say, an important member of a nearby settlement. I heard there were uh, activities in this area and came to see what was going on.
2: The town was attacked. We came to help and found it like this. We were pulled in by the fog and... Uh, these horrors attacked us.
0: I see. This is a shadow town. We do not like to inhabit these as they are prone to a... Spontaneous change. S-
2: so you're from here? Yes. The, the Plane of Shadows?
0: I am. I take it you are not familiar, uh, and uh, those with knowledge planes can make knowledge planes checks.
2: Oh, you bet your pippy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a seven, but it's a really 30. passionate seven.
0: Jesus. <laughs> um, Adira, or shit, goddamn uh, <laughs> it. Nice. Tava would be uh, familiar with uh, this description of this entity, um, as well as their originator sort of species. Uh, This is a Violite. They are a sort of magically enhanced shea, uh, denizens of the Realm of Shadow. They're not inherently considered good or evil. They're a little bit uh, snobby, obnoxious, but... uh, they can sway in any direction uh, as far as their inclinations go they tend to be full of themselves pretty much Uh, but they are also fairly powerful okay and she will uh, after uh, commenting that you're probably not familiar she will fly over the lot of you, bathing you all in this sort of purplish fire, which you notice has, like, just from the distance, uh, it's not harming you or anything, but it seems to have this combination of, like, one moment you feel, like, the heat of, like, a roaring flame, and the next it's almost like a, a chilled breeze, uh, like that of a cold winter. As she flies over to where the... Uh, Ostiarius's corpse is.
2: Did you know this creature?
0: I know of such creatures. And she will pick it up. Hmm. I think I'll be taking this. And she, like... She's she's looting him. In essence. (laughs) Uh... She she takes a, a dagger out of his uh out of his pit, uh goes through his pockets. He doesn't really seem to have much. She pulls a book off of his person, opens it, uh closes it again, and it is consumed in that same uh purple light. Uh and and it turns to ash.
4: Uh, Brock Brockwood motion towards the mutilated people that are kind of in the courtyard there. He would say, do you know how to undo whatever has been done to them?
0: A chiton's work is difficult to fix. Strong celestial magics may help. But it's not something I can do. However, I take it you are all from uh, the other side of this place. We are. I can arrange for you to return in short time. I take it this Velstrak was likely the cause of your coming here. If he was looking for bodies to shape to his lord's will, then that is likely what he was doing here in a shadow town.
2: So he was, he was collecting bodies?
0: Worn uh, ones with still beating pulses, they don't tend to like the dead so much.
2: Just to turn the people into these things?
0: Yes. Depraved little creatures they are.
2: That it serves a master? What
4: master would that be?
0: Uh, the Lord of Shadows and Pains on Kutan. As all Khitans serve.
2: Well, we we need to get back to Gera. Any assistance you can provide in uh, taking us from this place would be appreciated.
0: I will bring my portal, man, sir. I should return within the hour. I suggest you maintain your location here and do not wander far. You seem unfamiliar with our home, and it is not a safe place for outsiders.
2: Uh, perhaps we post up inside the church
0: I'm afraid it would have little to no uh, shall we say uh, celestial effect here as a reflection of your world things will be twisted unassuming to the natural order of how it is placed where you are but
3: it is a solid building as it looks.
2: Is everybody else just like stunned?
3: Well, I mean, uh, Riley's just kind of been listening along. Uh, I imagine he's a little bit more than happy to let you kind of take lead on talking on this one since he's a bit out of his elements in a lot of ways here. Um, but at this point, he will uh, kind of say the, the church sounds like a fine place to uh, settle down for some time, especially if it'll be about an hour or so. We can move everyone there. By all means.
0: And she'll look down uh, into the well after hearing some murmuring from it. Eh, poor souls. And you'll see her begin to conjure large amounts of this purple flame in her hands.
4: What are you doing?
0: The ones here. There is no saving them. It is better to give them a quick death.
4: Makes it so they can't be saved.
0: Do you care to take a look? He's over the well. Exactly. Like a Leaf. Uh, You had seen down into it and saw this, like, pulsating, almost like coating of flesh around the inside of the well. Unfortunately. I'm just going to look at it. Uh, So you, with your dark vision, would actually see a little bit more clearly as you look down into the well. There is some sort of light in the bottom of the well uh, that you can't place. But looking around, uh, these... You can tell probably... Coating the walls of this well is enough biomass to probably have come from anywhere between eight and ten people. Uh, you pick out at least half that many skulls, and like just this murmuring, crying sound of like pain so intense that you can't even scream. Just the the kind of like gurgling and gasping.
3: Uh, Riley's gonna like after Brock has like gotten there for a little bit Riley's also gonna like make his way over and slowly like move up to the side just because at this point he feels like he should start getting used to some of the seeing some of this stuff just to experience it so he will uh, hesitantly kind of also uh, join you, in I feel like at seeing it,
4: see
0: it, quite as clearly but yeah
4: I feel like it's seeing it Brock probably would recoil and as Riley is walking up to it he'd say something like uh, he'd say you, you probably don't want to look at that
3: Riley just uh, nods and says, I probably don't, but I will. And (laughs) he will move past Brock to take a gander. And um, I'm assuming he doesn't see nearly as much as Brock did, but he gets kind of the gist of it, right? Uh, Yeah, it it doesn't take but a, a little bit to understand more or less what's going on. So he'll uh, pull away and address the uh, entity that has graced the guild's presence here, and he'll say, um, after collecting himself for a moment, he'll say, this is the handiwork of someone who follows, you said, zon A
0: powerful one at that. It seems he was granted power beyond uh, that of a normal of his type.
3: Uh, Riley slowly nods, taking it in, and I'm assuming, because uh, it's general information, that he's roughly baseline familiar with who Zankuthan is, right? Uh, make me a knowledge religion and see if you get a ten. I rolled a ten, so I got a twelve. <laughs> okay, so you'll you'll
0: get the ten, which will be like you know that Zankuthan pretty much everywhere, like you know that, uh, like they're called devil worshippers, uh, but. You've also heard them, uh, like, heard it been told that that's, like, just kind of not the right term for them. But uh, they, their uh, worship is outlawed
3: in pretty much everywhere that you know of. Right. It's... Then uh, he'll uh, just kind of say out loud, mostly for his own sake, but he'll say, um, there is nothing forgivable about this. For his or her sake, I hope I never cross paths with the Chosen of Zong kuthan And uh, he'll steady his blade back into its sheath. and uh, Somewhere begin... in the
0: world, Wilhelm sneezes.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he'll uh, s- steal his blade away and uh, go to begin moving the, uh, the, the bodies and the people to the uh, church where we're going to wait.
0: Uh, as soon as the two of you step away, Today. Any more objections? Is there truly
4: nothing that can be done to save them?
0: Unless you have a powerful uh, follower of a deity to come and uh, undo this with extraordinarily powerful magic, I would say no. And they are in pain in the meanwhile.
4: Brock really kind of isn't going to say anything in response, but he's just going to kind of give a nod and turn his attention to the corpses that are... or the unconscious people that are over here, just kind of letting her do
0: as she wants. Okay, so she will gather the flames in her hands, take one hand uh, holding this orb of flame, uh, and release it over the well, and it will swell to the diameter of the inside of the well and just kind of move down it as it goes and you will hear uh, short gasps and screams but then when the light goes out it is silent
3: yeah uh, Riley's not listening too intently he's honestly busying himself with the manual labor of moving people and he's focused pretty much primarily on the ground and moving back and forth from the church all right So, uh... She says...
0: About an hour, I will return. If you're not here, I will move on. And she begins to fly back the way she came from.
4: Certainly hope we're here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Would I be able to, without hurting people, use the, uh entangling effect of my blast to basically bind these people to the ground so that way they can't like you know if they become conscious can't just jump up and start being monsters or something
0: uh sure since they're helpless effectively I'll I'll let you do that
4: just as a means of binding them because if I hit them with it twice it's essentially a root so they'd have to break out of it before they could do anything
2: if you're not going to heal them, then don't you think a mercy killing would be more humane? They're in pain.
4: I would like to at least attempt to heal them.
2: Then <laughs> let me try. <laughs> and uh, let's see. I don't have any like high-level heal spells prepared, but I can try and mythic power them into being uh, so let's see what third level heal spells um, cure moderate wounds I don't know like do I have restoration or something or is that higher level
0: uh, I think r- lesser restoration is a second or third I think restoration is a fourth
2: wish maybe wish
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes you all Just have wish take
2: that puppy up
4: true resurrection, maybe?
2: Okay. Restoration is a second level... Lesser restoration is a second level druid spell. Um, so I'll, I'll give it a shot. It doesn't say that it's got a material component or anything, so uh, you know, he just slaps his hands together, and uh, you see him strain for a bit as the glow of the, the magic happens and maybe like the little plants and weeds and roots and whatnot that tend to get stuck in between cobbles on like public roads back then, they, they just kind of like swell and, and grow slightly in the presence of the magic. Uh, and I'll, I'll try and hit a, this this one random person. Or I, I suppose uh, the, the Maximilian uh, critter with uh lesser restoration and, and see if that has any effect
0: all right go ahead and roll me a caster level check
2: okay button oops that was two of them the second one was a natural 20 so let's only count that <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: we're, we're gonna go with the first one unfortunately and it doesn't seem like much happens uh, like you do see like there there does seem to be some tiny tiny amount of change in like the meat of the creature but it, it's not really apparent it's like um, it responded to it but it didn't take uh,
2: I mean I, I don't I know there's not like mechanics for it but could could I enhance the magic at all via ritual type activities you know? setting aside like additional sympathetic components etching a circle in the ground and you know natural materials or like you know a chant circle
0: there are actually mechanics for it and i feel like for this situation i'm going to kind of simplify them a bit uh but yes um would y'all like to move them to the church first or are you still trying to do this outside
3: uh, that's what Riley was doing at the tail end of all of that. Like, he he kind of checked out and just started moving people. So, by the time this even started, at least half of them are there. Uh,
2: I, I mean, I, I feel like in his head, Leaf is still really about trying to help this person in the here and now. And uh, so, if this doesn't work, then I guess he'll, you know, suck it up and go back to moving people to the church. Uh but he's, he's just kind of focused on trying to help this person.
0: Okay. Uh, so
4: if, if Leaf would have started commenting about him like basically binding them to the ground then uh, that would have been in the church because he would have started binding them in the church.
2: Okay. Okay, so... then that
0: works. So we'll call Riley in the church Rock in the church, the four mooks in the church. Adira, are you going to stay out here with Leaf? <clears throat> say, or, say it right Kava.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, she's probably just leaned up against the archway over there, kind of just watching what's going on. Like that. Yep.
0: Okay. And uh, have you? Uh, we'll we'll say that during all that, like uh, positive energy elementals were patting everyone on the ass, and everyone's healed now. Uh, <laughs> so
1: it's
0: more like a uh, have to go ahead and set your set your damages to zero. Uh, Brock, you have one non-lethal damage, uh, from taking damage earlier that you can get rid of. I'm still at 15 non-lethal damage, as always. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's what I'm gonna do, Leaf. Uh, so I'm gonna have you make a series of five checks. You have to succeed at three of them in order to ritually, uh, enhance this spell. Okay. Okay.
4: Due to, due to the fact that this is somewhat nature-based, is there any way that I can assist him with some of these checks?
0: Uh, sure. Uh, if you if you'd like, I, I'll let you, I'll let you attempt to aid on the knowledge nature checks, and uh, honestly, any of the uh, any of the checks that he uh, has to make, if you're capable,
4: do not have knowledge nature. I mean, I could go for the flat ten, but I don't know how good that would be. It would aid. Man, I, I don't even have knowledge nature on my list. What?
2: Don't worry, I will teach you.
0: It's oh, just like, an intelligence check.
4: Yeah, I know, but it's I have every other knowledge on this list other than
0: nature. Nature. <laughs> okay. It's really so,
2: weird thought all kineticists have knowledge nature.
0: He he doesn't take it. I think like there's no ranks.
2: Oh. I don't. I don't have
4: any. Kineticists naturally get knowledge
2: nature. I could be wrong. I don't know. Better, better hope Maximilian don't pay for this.
0: Actually, I I think that's phyto or was it phytokineticists that get nature? Uh,
4: maybe. I I don't know.
2: Well, I, I know they all have one that they all get, and then each each like element gets its own skill.
0: Uh, no, I don't have
4: any class. I have dungeon Maybe.
0: I think that's the I, one you got from your uh, yeah. element. Okay, right. so go ahead and the first one that needs to be surmounted is a Knowledge Nature check.
2: Oh, well, let's not embarrass ourselves. I'm, I'm the druid. Please, God. That's a 20. That's a waste of a natural 20.
4: <laughs> well, I have to be better hey, than uh, you technically. Not really. Uh, technically.
0: Okay, so you're trying to summon up these, uh, these powers. Um and that that one didn't go so well so go ahead and try again
2: another oh, well. nature oh yes. no another nature Booyah, 27
0: okay um
4: Teen to assist
0: all right Eight. so um yes uh this one this one patches and passes and even through the plane of shadow you're able to summon up some semblance of of life, untainted, uh, into the area for you to help work your magic. I now need a knowledge religion check.
2: Oh no, seven. Dean to assist.
0: All right, so that one's a failure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you you are out of failures to use up. So try again.
2: Yay! Sixteen. You do to assist.
0: Okay. This one wasn't as hard because you're not trying to summon up nature magic in the plane of shadow. Um, so you successfully uh, etch sigils of healing and restoration into the uh, cobblestones around him. <clears throat> Let's see. I now need a will save.
2: Uh, I feel like I can't assist and... with that.
0: Uh, you can. Just, uh, just In like... a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> you can.
2: Just... Whisper motivational poster stuff into my ear. <laughs> uh, well, with a 15, I am assisting him. Uh, I, I guess I can, I... I can take
4: some of the mental burden away from him.
2: Could I potentially bolster myself with a cantrip before doing this? Sure. Uh, dang, I should have done that on all the other skill checks too. But yeah, I'll, I'll cast Guidance. Keep in mind,
4: you have, you have Mythic Surges as well you can burn.
2: So I, I'll cast Guidance on myself for the sweet plus one. Then we'll talk about surges. Ah, uh, that's a sixteen.
0: All right. Uh, do you want to use a surge or not?
2: Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was I was confident, and then he asked me the, the question. That's. A I was six. going to
0: ask. I was. I'm trying to become more fair about that, and I was going to ask either way. Uh, and that is <laughs> that is Max. So uh, yes, uh, go ahead, and uh, it will still consume a spell um, as normal but go ahead and make your caster uh, level check with a plus five bonus.
2: Okay. Uh, let me make sure I'm subtracting. Uh, oops, not 21. It's just a one. Uh, my, my mythic points appropriately. Okay. So uh, you said it's plus five. So it would be an 18 total.
0: Being 18 total. Uh, do you want to use another surge?
2: I do. Okay, uh, but that's that's I'm tapped out of mythic stuff for the day now. Okay. So come on, mythic surge. Five. Five. So twenty-three. Alright.
0: So you succeed and uh, you will so what what's lesser restoration normally? 1d4? Uh yes. Since you ritualized it, I'm going to amp that a bit. And that's a good number. So, uh, you'll see, like, chunks of metal and stuff kind of, like, just jettison from his flesh. And sort of, uh, and, like, he starts screaming, like, this obviously fucking hurts. Um, but you'll see his flesh kind of, like, start to reorder itself. Things starting to move around. His rib cage closes back together. Um, and, like, he... Doesn't look like Maximilian still, quite. But he looks a lot more human than he did a few minutes ago.
4: Uh, upon seeing like a kind of a positive reaction to this, Brock would just kind of look at Leaf like a like excitement in his face, and he's like, "It's it's working.
0: It's it did something." Okay. So uh, after the screaming fit and after he heals, he he falls unconscious. Okay. And at this point, Brock, I think you would be able to tell that it is Maximilian. It's, he He just, you know, he's still really fucked up looking. Extremely he looks a little different. more like the other corpses. Or not corpses, the other people that you've got the...
4: More like the semi-transformed instead of something out of Resident Evil 4. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, and, I mean, you you just kind of see, like, Leaf on his knees after having, like, finished this ritual. He's, he's kind of, like, I, I imagine still really charred and beat up looking from Getting flambroiled earlier, and he's uh, just kind of like head hung low a little bit. And he's just, I'm sorry, I couldn't do more.
4: Uh, Brock would kind of walk over and assist him. He would say it's it's fine. It it shows that something can be done at least.
2: There's still so many other people that are suffering.
4: Uh, he would kind of just give you a solemn nod and he would say, I, I know. And you would just kind of hear defeat in his voices. He kind of also wishes that he could save them. And so with uh, a,
2: sorry, solemn look in his eyes, uh, I, I suppose we move him into the church with the others.
0: Good nod. <laughs> Alright, so you move him in. Uh, question, Did is anybody going to bring in Weiss's buddy?
3: Yes, I'm including that with one of the things that Riley was doing.
0: Okay, so uh, when Riley went to go pick Weiss up, um, he was laying on his belly, um, or he was face down. Uh, when you roll him over, you realize that his form is far more feminine than you expected. And that while still burned, the front side of his body is uh, not, you know, extra crispy well done.
3: Yeah, I don't think he's going to dwell on that for particularly too long. To be honest, he'll just focus on the task at hand and getting the body into the church. Okay. Tava, um, they haul the
0: slightly mended Maximilian into the church. What are you doing?
1: She's staying right where she's at, keeping an eye on things.
0: Is there anyone, anything anyone would like to do for the next 30 minutes or so?
1: She's got her eagles back out to help her watch for things.
0: Okay. And I take it you cycle until you get your max number of them?
1: She's happy with two of them, it's fine. Like, I think technically she can have four of those at this point, but
0: yes,
3: uh, I'll go ahead and put them on top of the watchtowers. So, uh, during the ritual, uh, I'm assuming there's going to be like a moment where Riley has a little bit of downtime in the church on his own with the um, the uh, whimpering bodies of the people they saved from the fires and the charred corpse of Weiss. And, um, still taking everything in, I think there's this one moment, like, before the ritual finally concludes and there's all that screaming, where, um, Riley just, like, uh, looks at all the the people on the ground and the body of Weiss and, uh, draws his father's rapier from its sheath once again and holds it in front of him, like, point up and... ...quietly wonders to himself if a sword is enough to actually change the world on its own. Which I think also extends to him wondering if he's enough to do the same. So, he's just not feeling really, um... ...as useful as he normally feels, I suppose. Um, He's reflecting on his capabilities. And then, obviously, once the screaming starts from outside after the ritual's done, he'll quickly, uh, like, take a peek to see what's going on. And um, I'm sure things carry on from there.
0: So when the rest of you arrive with uh, Maximilian into the church, the church itself looks very much like it does in the material plane. But everything is just a little off, a little twisted. Some of the shapes are crooked. The holy symbol uh, carved into the far wall is uh, broken uh, and cracked. The solid heavy stones that the building is made of are dusty and cold. And there's just sort of like an eerie echo. Every whimper, every murmur, from one of these poor people, almost has this ghost-like echo dance around the uh, main chamber. Some time passes unless anybody wants to put anything else in.
2: Uh, I've I've got. Uh one cure light wounds left I believe Uh, and so he's basically just going to be going over each of the people and trying to make heal checks uh, to do his best to make them comfortable and if anybody's like at risk of going critical or something he's got his heal spell in reserve
0: alright they all look like life wise they all look stable enough but uh, because you healed them, but they all appear to be in pain. Uh...
2: Yeah, I just like I don't know if there um, are like sheets or anything that have transferred over to this awful version of the church. But he's going to like look around and shred curtains, whatever he needs to, like bundle up behind their heads and just do what little he can.
0: They are. Dusty and tattered, but they are there. Um, and if you don't mind using it, but uh, want to uh, give them some level of relief, you do have six doses of Sleeper's Leaf remaining.
2: Oh, that's true. Yeah, I mean, he's just like rummaging through his pack and he says, uh, just kind of like holds up the bottles of, of Sleeper's Leaf that, that they've collected. It's just this. Uh... Does anyone object to me using this on these people? Uh, sh- should soothe the pain, despite its negative qualities.
3: Riley shakes his head. He has no objections.
2: Now Brock
4: would also shake his head.
3: But silently, though. Okay. Uh, you
0: would remember that the main reason for collecting them was for Adira's nightmares.
3: Uh, Tava now,
2: of course.
3: <laughs> oh, good save.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, at the time, it was for Adira's nightmares, so he's at least <laughs> a little bit in the right.
2: <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, this is like a pretty pretty grave situation. We can always get more, so here we are, and he gets to his grim work.
0: All right, uh, go ahead and make me just one heal check.
2: At one. Oh yeah, twenty-five.
0: Alright, I'd say that with these and with everything you've pulled together for them, you would be able to get them all to fall into a sort of sleep uh, that they at least stop uh, they at least stop murmuring and crying and gasping so much Now that being said That's it Okay about a half an hour after the ritual which I'm going to say took about 5 minutes or so um you all feel something strange a vibrating almost but very subtle like an earthquake in the air but you can't quite place where it would be emanating from uh do any of you act um, oh yeah the armor
1: the armor and shield go back on immediately
0: Okay, Uh, you would notice that your eagles begin to act oddly but they don't like uh, they don't like indicate that there's anything coming they just seem nervous
4: Uh, while he was waiting Brock would have probably been playing with his mole Just kind of, you know, just kind of just to distract him. So at the sound of that, he would kind of let it fall apart and return like its essence return to him and uh, he would be up and trying to pay attention. Now, when you say earthquake, like the ground is shaking or just the air is shaking?
0: It's like at first it just seems like the air. But like when I when I say earthquake, I'm not talking about like a big one, like a shaking, but like one of those low rumbling ones. That's just like you can feel the ground shaking. But it's like, it's in the air, it's in the ground, uh, you realize it's it's everywhere. Everything is just vibrating slightly. It's like the universe had its arm fall asleep, almost. But like only- Like being
1: a in a room with a big amp, but without the noise.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
4: Yeah. Brock is gonna try and find a window or something and just kind of be attentively looking at it. Mainly looking to make sure uh, Toph is okay. She's apparently still standing out there.
0: Uh, she has donned her armor and appears to be
3: on alert. Uh, yeah. Uh, so if we're all noticing this, and it becomes obvious that we're all noticing this, Riley will uh, uh, take a step outside to also see what Tava's up to. And um, seeing that she's uh, gearing up, can he uh, like try to get a vantage points on top of the church? A little bit uh, yeah go ahead and make me a climb check all right let's not mess this up <laughs> that'd be embarrassing uh you can take
0: 10 if you want unless you are trying to hurry
3: oh well uh i'm not necessarily like trying to run up it but i rolled a total of 10 so either way okay uh,
0: so like you're able to get a grip and kind of like get off the ground and you have like a
3: grip to keep going but you're you're not like on top of the first tier of the building right like that. Okay, then he'll just keep a steady pace. Uh, he'll take a ten if he can, uh, unless something kicks off, which will bring him to a fourteen and moving up. Okay. So you get up to uh, you get up to the first tier
0: of what you, the best of your understanding is the housing of the church. You mm-hmm. get up there. It's not as tall as the walls. If you want to get above them, you're going to have to go on top of the main part of the church, of sure. the cathedral itself. Uh, but you you are higher up uh, by about I'd say twelve feet. Okay, yeah, that's probably fine for now. There is Leaf doing anything in particular?
2: Uh, pretty much just looking for a reaction out of Brock.
0: Uh, he's just looking out the door, as far as I know.
2: I mean, yeah, if uh, he doesn't look super worried, then Leaf isn't super worried. I don't know why Brock's suddenly an expert on this situation. <laughs> I mean I, f- I feel like if a seven foot tall dude in like a gimp suit were was like sh- striding up to the church he would have some kind of reaction <laughs> okay <laughs> I mean, where's
0: my daddy
2: <laughs> no there, would, the there would be a
4: concerned reaction from Brock as the you know like whole world is vibrating concerned not uh you know, the basement of uh, Pulp Fiction concern.
0: <laughs>
2: but I mean, he's, he like obviously doesn't see anything in particular. There's not like a dragon soaring towards the church.
4: Uh, he doesn't look out the door and go, oh my god! He looks <laughs> out the door and goes, what's going on?
2: Yeah, so uh, L- Leaf will just kind of stay by the people's sides and do what he can to make sure that they don't stir and, and so on until something such as that were to happen
4: yeah if Riley goes out like when Riley goes outside Brock would reposition himself just kind of in the doorway so that way he can kind of see what's going on outside but also kind of be with the you know wounded people inside
0: alright Tava and Brock go ahead and make me perceptions with a minus 4 Riley go ahead and make me a perception with a minus 2
4: gladly making me take penalties to my worst skill
3: 12 17
0: 23 with the minus 4 uh, with the twelve, you don't notice a whole lot. You're more keeping your eyes panned for something approaching. You got, you got said you got a seventeen for Riley. Yes. Uh, I think in the distance, uh, you would certainly notice. Like, I guess the best way to put it would be sort of amorphous shapes of
3: like color and faint light. Okay. Pause. If I whip out my binoculars. what do they look like?
0: Um, You whip out your binoculars and your 17 gains in adjustment to its uh, range penalties. As you look closer, like, there's almost like these ethereal strands of various colors, kind of like, flowing almost like you would imagine spores on the wind or something very light uh, flowing through water. There seems to be a very organic way in which they move. And you just notice these large columns from all over the place sprouting up along the edge of the horizon. Uh, Some of them are obviously much closer.
3: Oh, okay, that clears it up. Great, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) And how much of that does Brock
4: notice?
0: Uh, Brock notices that, but he also uh, takes notice that there are actually streams nearby as well. Uh these thin ethereal strands of whatever this is, but this close and this thin, they're actually quite hard to see. Uh you, you said they were spore-like, so are they plant-like or are they no 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 it's like um they're turbulent like they're flowing okay. in the air and water gotcha. or something like that. that that's what i was going for Sorry. okay
4: i was just making sure because if they were if it looked like plant like stuff i was going to call leaf over <laughs> i mean i'm still probably going to call leaf over like hey you need to look at this okay
0: but another thing that brock does notice is that some of those strands do seem to be making their way closer
4: yeah, as soon as Brock sees that, he's just gonna- he's just gonna call
3: it. <laughs> Does everybody see this? I certainly see something, though I know not what I'm looking at.
4: It, I- I don't either. It- it's certainly not good. Uh... N- now- now there's gimp suit look on Brock's face, by the way. You were waiting <laughs> so, for that reaction, that reaction's here. Yeah.
2: You will. I, I investigate. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, go ahead and make me a uh, perception with minus four.
2: Oh, I'm going to make it. Are you, though? Yeah. Mr. Elven Druid. So <laughs> minus four would be a 20.
0: Okay. So you would you would notice a pretty similar uh, shtick to what Brock saw. You just wouldn't notice that they are specifically, like, there are some that are approaching. Oh, uh, like, you would notice the really thin, like, hard-to-see ones that are nearby, and you would notice, like, the ones on the horizon, uh, as they rise up towards the sky. But you just wouldn't notice that any are approaching. You lack in that depth, of depth. In.
4: Brock is just gonna look at the group and he's just gonna say, Do- do we need to get out of its way?
0: I- I don't know, do we?
4: If we leave, we won't have a way out.
3: Should we board up the church and I'll go inside?
4: Let's stop whatever that is.
3: Um I think
0: Brock would notice at certain points that some of these strands just literally pass through walls and they seem to stay contiguous.
2: Oh. For C- us. Contiguous. C-
0: Words.
3: Um yeah, Riley will uh, hop hop off his perch, tuck his uh, binoculars away, uh, assuming that it's obvious that uh, everyone has kind of seen what's going on, but then he'll, once he hits ground level, he'll uh, call out um, Tava, you see what's going on? Any insight?
1: What are you talking about?
3: Oh. He'll <laughs> go over to her. He'll like rush over to her, fetch the binoculars out again, and like point her in the right direction and put the binoculars in front of her face. Uh, go ahead and make a new perception.
0: Uh, this one with no penalties, since he's pointing at a specific thing.
1: Uh, 24. 24.
0: Alright, so you would notice, uh, notice what he saw, as well as, uh, what Brock saw, because the one he happened to point you at is actually approaching. Uh, So these ethereal strands are kind of, like, flowing through the sky very, uh, um, turbulently, but... I I wouldn't say that they're, like, flowing violently. They move with a fair bit of speed. You can tell that they're crossing great distances. But it's not like there seems to be some sort of violent intent or anything. They just seem to be moving towards something. Planes, Jack? I'll I'll give you a planes, but it's not likely.
2: (laughs) Just want to see you struggle.
0: (laughs) That's a spirit.
1: That's not very nice uh 29
0: okay so a 29 i feel like would be enough uh it it's not going to give you m- much information but this kind of reminds you of uh primal magic or wild magic uh like magical energy that has a mind and life of its own almost It's not necessarily an entity. Sometimes it can be, but you really don't know that much about it. But hey. you do realize that there is a living shit. No, uh, there's a shit ton of it Oops. out out there, and a little bit of it is headed Yell's way.
4: What's the difference between a shit ton and a living shit ton?
0: Um.
1: Well, we're on the Shadow Plane, so it's yeah. probably affected by negative energy, so maybe it's an <laughs> undead shit-ton.
4: No, it's just, he he started that metric with a living shit-ton, and then he corrected himself to just a regular <laughs> shit-ton. So I was just wondering why. Because I realize
0: that sounds weird, I don't think anybody else says living shit-ton. Well,
2: Never heard it see, before, so. The living shit-ton is currently <laughs> sprinting toward us at this very moment.
3: <laughs> oh, knight of the living shit-ton. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Knight <laughs> of the <laughs> Living Shit. That's the
0: episode name.
1: All right. Well, I, Did I, I do think, it? <laughs> great. I think Tava would look kind of unconcerned. She would shrug her shoulders. She would say, "It's just like primal forces." And it's like I don't know how primal. to describe it to you.
4: Primal forces that are headed specifically
3: this direction.
0: Yes. I'd like everybody to make a reflex save.
3: Great. Oh. Good. <clears throat> uh, I'm great. <clears throat> This won't go poorly at all. I got a 15.
2: I got a 14. 15.
0: 14. You said you got a 15 for Riley? Yes. Yes, I did. None of you are able to avoid uh, what is is coming. Uh, As what appears to be one of these masses, as I said, they were traveling very quickly over great distances. And... It was surprising how fast up until the point where it hit you. But it split into several pieces, uh, several strands. It was like more than one flying together, essentially. Uh, And one of each uh, flies into each of you. And you feel like there's some sort of like now stored power within you. And uh, this is where I'm going to introduce mana. Uh, which I will explain in, like, an insert to the uh, to the listeners.
3: Oh, but you haven't even explained it to us, so we just have to guess, right? Is that I how we're playing it? The paper. Wow.
0: <laughs> the but, ball's uh, on you, man. Well, I mean, y'all have to figure it out, too. Okay, okay you shoot fine. your
2: mana at me, and then I'll shoot my mana at you. <laughs> so then I, I, guess, I guess I'm kind
4: of glad we didn't run away from this.
0: It would have just come back to try and get back at you, but... I'm I was just going to see if anybody was quick enough to jump out of the way. God, I'm, I'm, I wish. <laughs> I'm
4: just kind of confused at Tava's reaction of, well, it's coming right at us, Wh- whatever. <laughs> it's a primal but, um... force. That's fun. Hurricanes aren't primal forces. That's not. Nobody would get out of the way of that. <laughs> Volcano eruption, that's not a primal right. force at all.
0: Uh. So... <laughs> I I picked ones for y'all. If y'all want a different one that you saw on the list, let me know and I could change it to that. But I was going to give uh, Riley a mana of might, leaf nature mana, Brock. Wait, a elemental. <laughs> I was gonna give Brock elemental mana for what it matters, and I was going to give uh Tava cyclic mana.
4: Hmm.
0: Yes. That's, That's
4: that seems like it makes sense.
3: Right. I mean, I would have preferred the magical mana. Like, I, I just think something more mystical would suit Riley a bit more than you know. I mean, I obvious,
4: obviously, <laughs> he needs his spells buffed.
3: It, it, it'll <laughs> let him cast level one a level one spell. That's Ooh. no, I'm good. I'm good. This is just this just flat replacing hero points. Yes. Okay.
2: What do I do um, with my existing you... hero points? What about the thirty hero um, points that I con- had?
3: Convert them
0: into uh, okay. universal mana. Okay. Uh you'll all be considered to have 3. Um one granted and two stored.
4: Uh is that our maximum limit?
0: Uh stored mana is currently capped at your tier which is 2, so yeah, you're you're at top. You'll have uh one granted universal mana, two stored universal manas, and one granted mana of uh the ones I set for each of you. Each of you gain a small flash of insight uh, into how to kind of utilize this. It's not extraordinarily in-depth, but it's like, I can kind of do stuff with this and experiment and whatnot.
3: <laughs> so, Bradley's first words are going to be, well, we're not dead, so...
4: Um, I, yeah, I... That that was a lot less deadly than it seemed to be.
3: Yes, well, uh... Apparently, uh... Good judgment call, Tava. That wasn't nearly as dangerous as it turned out to be. Apparently. Or so, I guess.
0: You're muted if you're talking.
1: I wasn't talking.
3: Okay.
0: She doesn't seem to respond.
3: Riley, uh... Just kind of nods. Um... Puts his binoculars away, and uh, just, I guess, make sure that everyone's standing and doing okay. Uh, after
4: feeling, I guess, a surge of energy, Brock would, Brock would be like, do any of you feel different?
3: Yes, that it seems to have affected me in some way. A flash of insight, a flash of power, I feel potentially capable of more than before. Which is weird saying that, since I was granted powers by a god.
2: Seems strange that creatures like that, or entities, or forces, whatever that thing was, would just be roaming the land.
0: Not too long after this, the Violite will return with Shea in tow. Uh, The Shea is a male. Um, These entities wear very skin-tight clothes because otherwise their form, they basically just look like roiling uh, shadow and smoke uh, without it. Um, So they wear these very um, elegant, skin-tight clothes that kind of show off their physiques, which are usually quite good. She will fly down, say. I see you're still here. I brought my... Planomancer. And I can send you home now.
3: That's great news. Thank you for returning. Though something strange happened to us in your absence. And uh, Riley will just explain in brief kind of what they encountered to see if uh, she knows anything more about the... uh... Event.
0: I noticed no such thing. Perhaps it was your eyes playing tricks on you. I've heard of material dwellers coming here and the dim lights
3: not playing well with their eyes. Uh, The way that it seems to have made myself and my allies feel as it passed through us is... It leads me to believe that it's something more than an illusion or a trick of the mind
1: hmm.
0: uh, regardless I am unsure I know not of this phenomenon you speak nor did I see anything
3: then I won't press, th- press the issue
0: very well uh, if you all gather this archway is a fine place to place a portal Rostis. and she begins speaking to him in dark folk or no she begins speaking to him in shade they have their own language <laughs> uh, and the male will chant in his language and runes will appear uh, along the edge of the uh, archway between the town and the church and a large purplish kind of bluish-purple plane of light will appear, and it's kind of got the swirling pattern to it. Uh, Well, your home
3: lies beyond.
2: Just nod and say thank you. Gather the wounded.
3: Yes, your kindness is appreciated. And likewise, he will gather the wounded.
0: And Box will gather the wounded.
4: Uh, Brock would thank them and uh, turn to gather the wounded and see that Fox has already taken care of it and be (laughs) like oh okay
0: (laughs) Uh, does Tava do anything in particular or say anything to the Violite or the Shay
1: Tava stands next to the just stands next to the portal until the boys get through and after they're safely on the other side she'll just kind of nod her head at the woman and walk through herself
0: And with you returning to the town of Gira in the Material Plane, that is where we will end this episode. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Aeterno Podcast. You might have noticed that something called mana was introduced. This is effectively going to replace hero points the most common type of mana is universal which do function like hero points for the most part but they do have a couple of other things that they can be used for on top of universal mana there are special types of mana that are far more powerful and have their own realms of influence they don't have very specific things they can do they're kind of up to the imagination of the person using them and i set the limits uh and those types are elemental which covers the traditional elements for the most part. Might, which covers physical and mental perfection. Cyclic, which deals with life, death, and cycles. Arcus, which deals with magic, order, as its name implies. Chaos, also as its name implies. Radiant, which is what you might consider holy. Shadow, which you might consider evil or dark. Artifice, which focuses on changing one thing into another, great works of art or major constructions. Nature, as its name implies, and then unique manas, which will be generally one of a kind. In the future, I hope to see the players use these in interesting ways and perhaps in very clutch moments that that turn things around for them and we'll be learning more about that as we go along once again i'd like to thank everybody for listening if you do enjoy listening to us please consider going onto itunes and giving us a rating and review that really helps us get our name out there and also you can tell your friends about us word of mouth is a great way for us to spread around so thank you listeners thank you patrons and let's get back into our normal outro
1: Hi, this is Tracy, the voice of deer. I would like to take a moment to tell you about a new podcast. It's called Destrus. We have a pre-colonialism Native American, a Old West gambler, and a modern day teenager from Detroit, dropped off in a brand new world full of magic and absolute chaos. I am the DM, I will try to wrangle them and guide them as they make their journey across this world and maybe learn some new things and right some wrongs. If you like high magic fantasy, this is definitely a world for you. You can find us on Twitter, at Dustrous Podcast. And we hope you join us there and in the Discord.
2: Hi there, my name's Don. I'm a proud patron of this podcast you just listened to. I'd like to take a moment to talk about some of the projects that I work on. When I'm not listening to Tracy, Sean, and the rest of the gang tell wonderful stories using the Pathfinder rules, I like to make podcasts of my own. I'm the GM in the Starfinder Homebrew Adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peliots in Ashes and Allomancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting. And for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com. Hey everyone, thank
0: you for listening to this episode. I'm Brian, I run Action Forge, a tabletop RPG YouTube channel where we dive into all sorts of topics. If you want to learn more, head over there and check it out. Also, if you want updates on all my various projects and some awesome tabletop RPG memes, go ahead and check me out over at Twitter where I'm at Action Forge well 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 these are the city slickers they send me asking for wine and a pretty glass how about that
3: i mean I, I did ask for the wine but not exactly the pretty glass
4: do you dig the graves yourself i do seems tiresome especially as of late i've heard you had a few new arrivals
0: yeah it's been a little bit weird lately uh i'm not complaining too much because most of these people that wind up dead they're ain't too much left to bury, so I don't even have to dig a full grave. As this collides in with him, his neck shoots back in this contorted position, and it says, I am the vanguard of the ancients and then causes his entire body to explode, sending just pieces of gore and viscera across the entirety of the tavern. There's just stunned looks on everybody's faces except for the man in black who is currently still playing his guitar.
4: LCP D&D is an actual play D&D 5e podcast. Our current adventure is set in the Fantasy Wild West and features orcs, vampires, and an all-original soundtrack. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D wherever you get your podcasts or head over to lcpdnd.com. A hero once arose to save the world from a darkness that smothered the land. He failed. For a thousand years since, the world has been a wasteland of ash and mist.
0: Oppressed by an immortal emperor, the Lord Ruler. Every attempt at rebellion has failed miserably, yet hope remains.
4: Two brothers learning to harness the metal fueled magic known as Allomancy. Their aim? To tip the scales in the war against evil. Ashes and Allomancy is an actual play TTRPG podcast using the Savage Worlds rule set and is part of the Hexgrid Heroes podcast network. Join us for the first episode on June 8th.
0: If you'd like to become a patron, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash eldritchdream. We have a bunch of rewards for Dustris and Aeterna involved. You can also join us in the Hive, that's our Discord, linked in the episode description. You can also find links to our Tea Public, where we have tons of designs for various types of merch. Hit us up on Twitter or Discord. We love to hear from everyone and enjoy making new friends. And until next time, everybody, may the Elder Gods haunt your dreams.